Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. So this woman came in. She started a Sunday Civics. She brought, uh, I didn't even know Lorie Daniel Favors was part of the Sunday Civics till they came in. I was like, hey, what's happening? Oh, this is all of, this is an amazing mind gang. People, smart people, her in June. And so Sunday Civics is on Urban View Channel 126 every Sunday. At, I think it's at 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and she is also the president of the Brooklyn NAACP. So she's that too. Now that I know you wear bucket hats, I got bucket hats coming next week. So I'm gonna have to send you a bucket hat because that looks dope. That looks dope. But my bucket hat, the global majority one is even doper. So I'm gonna do that. Let me welcome. She's also a tech file. She's into this tech stuff and she's planning some things. She's doing some stuff around research us, researching us. Let me welcome Eljoy Williams to the Karen Hunter show. Hi. Hey, Karen. I miss you. I feel like, you know, I get to hear you all week and everything like that, but I don't get to like, you know, be with you yes yeah <laughs> you know, i'll be dragging you because you you're busy like mom you out there building uh kitchens in the in the yard you you know put a deck together and power wash you build you got your drones going you're doing you know you solving world problems with the politics and and then you know i can't even ask you to come in you got your sunday civics so I'm like, and you helping political campaigns? Like you, you're doing a lot. So I just, you know, I feel almost like, I, can, can you come on? And you're like, I got a meeting until five. I was like, oh, can you come in afterwards? You, and so here you are. So thank you. I appreciate time. that you are always flexible, and that I always have a home here that I can drop and text and be like, hey, have you heard about this or have you seen this? And you might like this graph, <laughs> you know, that I can just send you stuff and you're like, oh, we should talk about that more. Um, so it, it's great, you know, sending stuff to you and, and you just saying, come on, <laughs> let's squeeze you in. Yeah. I mean, before we get into uh, this, this thing that you're doing, this arc thing that you're doing, uh, I was just telling Cena that the, because um, you live in New York, y'all's police chief resigned yesterday. Yeah, and it's the third person high profile <laughs> in the administration. Um, any comments, Eldroy Williams? You know, um, I'm going to reserve my policing thing separate, right? Because nothing that our current mayor believes about policing, um, in terms of policy, in terms of direction, whatever, none of it is new to those of us who have known uh, the mayor or known of him uh, since his political career. Like he he has not changed. What has happened is that he has a greater spotlight, obviously being mayor. Um, and so all of the things that he is saying, all of the policies, all of the, you know, control of like people elected me, you know, and people work at my, like all of that is like, there's nothing you can say or that has been said that would be like, ooh, that's surprising. Mm. <laughs> like, you're not surprised at, at all from that standpoint. Um, and I'm not going to pretend to know the inner workings of, uh, you know, the former, now former commissioner with the, with City Hall or whatever, because I don't. Um, but what uh, I know that the mayor and his team need to get a handle on is this narrative that is now running out of their control of, can he really manage the city? Mm. And 
And managing the city is not just you individually. It is empowering the people that you choose to help you manage the city. And I think the narrative that he has now, um, not only from you know the press, but also from people, is that was like, are you focusing too much on you being the one in control and not on how can I really manage this bureaucracy, you know, of this, you know, with millions of people and various agencies and things like that. So I, I think they that is getting that is out of control. And it's um up to them and and the mayor to sort of gain control of that. Cause there are some good things happening that get overshadowed because of this distraction. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, New York is a great city and some amazing people in New York and they don't deserve this. They don't deserve this and they deserve healthy policing. They deserve a real strategy around dealing with folk who are unhoused, people with mental illnesses. They deserve to have a great education system and people that care about the future of children. They deserve better than what they're getting. And I do believe a lot of this is ego and there's so much ego permeating all corners of politics even why people run like i don't even know why why you run if it's a stepping stone like if you don't really care about the city which is why when i look at maryland i see a man who cares about maryland i see a man that cares about the people of maryland he's always in them streets he's always with the people i feel like even if his path is to the presidency he's going to take care of maryland before he goes there and i'm talking about yeah. westmore but i don't but see that know- in many other places eljoy Yeah, you know, well, uh, there's a lot of ego in politics. And so to, you know, and you need a healthy dose of ego even to step out one day and be like, I'm going to be the one that's going (laughs) to run for for mayor, governor, or even in a legislative body. Like it requires at least some percentage of that to happen. But, you know, let me also mention, just in case folks are listening, and I know this does happening, so sometimes to offer my unsolicited advice as well is that we have often looked, um, uh, New York has been a way to highlight issues, particularly for urban cities um, that are national conversations. And because we're caught up in the mix of what is happening with the mayor's administration and people leaving and sort of all that kind of stuff, what is missing that I think the mayor and his team do have a handle on, but are unable to lift up a voice on is the issues of the migration happening um, in places is not just an issue that cities handle on their own. It requires um, coordination and financial support among others from the federal government. And if you have, a um, just being partisan for a second, you have a Democratic uh, um, president, right? And you have these areas that do have Democratic-led cities, like leaving these cities on their own to handle a migration crisis, a, a migration immigration crisis is a catastrophe. And this distraction of, you know, management and people resigning and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, creates a problem that he and other mayors being able to consistently, because they have, you know, made some press about it in a conversation or whatever, but to consistently say, but like to the federal government, like this ain't our problem. Right. <laughs> like, you know, we need the federal government to step in here because this is resources, right? And it then creates the further 
um, drama that is happening in communities on race, on ethnicity and economic insecurity, where people are like, oh, look, all these immigrants are coming in and they immediately get housing. They immediately get this and immediately get that. And we have people here in our communities who are experiencing street homelessness. So it creates that tension. Mm -hmm. That is unfair to, you know, mayors, <laughs> you know, and states when it's the federal government that has to deal with that issue, right? Just be a civics lesson real quick. So, you know, with those distractions, you are not able to have a Mayor Adams with a pulpit of being mayor of New York City to lead with other mayors and being like, we need to come to White House and we need to be seen in a meeting with you trying to figure out how do we figure this out. I don't feel like he has the acumen to do that, period. I haven't seen that, so... Um... I hear what you're saying, Eljoy. Say less. <laughs> Say less. Eljoy Williams is here, host of Sunday Civics. He's also doing many, many other things. This is Tech Tuesday. You're working on a database. What is what is this that you're working on? So, you know, this what I'm working on came from you and Dr. Oh. Carr. Okay. I, this I did not know. Okay. Unbeknownst to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, I'm always, you know, doing research and trying to figure out, um, you know, different things. My, you know, North Star is how do I build political power for Black people in order to, you know, empower and change the living conditions for Black people in the United States. That's my overall, you know, North Star. And you and Dr. Carr were in conversation on the weekend and you asked a question of who is thinking about long-term strategy and planning overall for us, by us, that's focused on the thing or whatever. And so my gut reaction always when I hear that question is like, people's is doing that. <laughs> it's just not, you know, you know, you don't, you don't put your strategy all, you, it's not live streamed on YouTube. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but then I thought about, you know, what people need, folks who are live streaming on YouTube and talking about we ain't got no Black agenda and we, you know, like what people need is data and a narrative about uh, what is happening. And then two, how do you think about or how do you pull together like what piece of this work I can take? And so I was like, all right, let me think. It was like, where are, where are Black people, you know, in the United States? Yes, we're all over, but what, like, what's the highest concentration is, of Black yes. people in the United States? Let me visually look and see what that looks like. And that's, you know, part of what I sent you, which is like, yes. here's a map, a yeah, visual no, map. This was, this was, I was like, I knew Mississippi, I knew Louisiana, but looking at it, gives you it allows you to, to focus okay we can focus out these are places where we actually have some power let's figure out how we have real power not apartheid uh situation right right so i was like okay where are this and then you know doing my tech stuff <laughs> so then i'm like pulling in plugins on you know chat gpt using bard or whatever i'm like you know make me a table that looks at like what are where are the um the largest or the highest voter registration numbers of black folks, right? Um, 
and you know, you can't get in too detail of self identity or whatever, but like, you know, Texas and Mississippi, you know, sort of all of those places that you can chart on a map um, and you can see in the overlink. And then I'm like, okay, population versus registration. Like where are the places wow. where people are not um, registered, not that that is the end all be all of civic engagement, you know, but it at least contributes right to that. So you ought to think like, if there's lots more black people in Mississippi, in these places or whatever, what is their governing structure, right? What kind of government are they under? Um, and, you know, what is happening in those areas, right? So beginning to layer and mapping those things together, and then looking at indicators of education, looking at indi in, um, indicators of health and economic prosperity and sort of overlaying um, wow. that together. And then, you know, at the policy, you know, like what, what is needed in those places, oh, right? So then you can put out that kind of data, that kind of information, those kinds of questions. And so for people who are live streaming and looking and saying who, like, instead of asking the question, who is doing this, having a space of saying, here is some data, here's some things or whatever. And as people who have, you know, as you a business owner or what have you, what do you do? You do market research, right? So all of that information um, as I've been on the show and talked before about how, what census data is often used for, mm. people creating businesses or deciding where their businesses are going to be, i.e. corporations, that's why you see a proliferation of Dollar Trees and family, you know, and all these and all that stuff. They're using economic and social, you know, indicators and things of that nature and population and all of that to determine where to place those things. Now you're giving people tools and says, you, instead of using this as how you can siphon from a community, i.e. siphon their wealth by putting a store where people are purchasing things for, you know, to build your wealth, like here are opportunities that we have of people. And so, you know, the ice cubes and the other people of the world who are like, where's the agenda? It's just like, instead of asking that question, ask, where do I fit in to address yes some of these, you know, issues, right? So if I look and I see on the map, oh, Mississippi here, and then look at their health indicators and then, you know what they need? Black people need in Mississippi, and like access to actual just basic healthcare, you know, uh, health community centers and everything. So who is the person, right? And then I'm, I'm also going back to like Black Enterprise and stuff when they used to put out yes. the list of like Black businesses or whatever that's, Right, like who's the person that can create Megan? Who this is what she wanted to do, right? Of like, I'm gonna create community health centers. Where's a place that that's needed? Mississippi, where you know where, like this. that at least gives the opportunities and stuff in that standpoint. I just I want to give her some applause because some days I come in, Smith, and um, I question whether it's getting through. You know, like I, I, I feel some days I'll be feeling mighty low. I'll be feeling mighty sad because the truth of the matter is I absolutely don't have to do any of this. <laughs> so I could mm -hmm. like be so okay with my little garden, my little fresh air and just live my life and be happy. But that doesn't make me feel good if everybody's not happy, right? So it's like, how do we drop these breadcrumbs to inspire people? You know, and Saturday started, Dr. Carr will tell you this, as a means to do the exact thing that you're doing. I didn't know if it would work, but you're <laughs> telling me now, and I'm, and I'm imagining you talking about this. There's somebody in healthcare right. who are like, I can use the same 
method to do the same mapping to do. We're trying to build a database, you know, for folk to be able to even find a dentist in their neighborhood. But you're now using AI. I, I don't even know how to do that. So thank you. Um, thank you for the inspiration. And you're welcome because this is what community looks like, right? We are here to inspire each other. Nobody should have all of the answers. Nobody has all of the answers. Let me just say that. Nobody has all of the answers. But together, together we can do all of the things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and to to your point of, um, I was talking to some folks recently because, you know, people keep asking me, you know, what are you doing next and who are you going to work with? And, you know, sort of those questions that sort of happen from a career standpoint. And, you know, I was like, I'm already living my purpose. It's just like the opportunities come along to allow me to still like pay my mortgage and like raise bus kids. I still need money to do that. So I was like, you know, for me, I'm always open to the opportunities that allow me to continue to do that. Like if I was independently like wealthy or married into money, like I would still be doing the same thing. I wouldn't have to worry about where the income was coming in order to do it. So I still be like tinkering (laughs) like with stuff or whatever, figure it out. And I don't, and I don't have, and this is for the folks who are thinking, well, I don't have the expertise to do this. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know the right connections in my, you know, neighborhood community, whatever like that. Um, and I am a, a testament that you don't need to, right. It's the, you not knowing or having a degree in the thing or an expertise in the thing, you knowing how to find out information, to read, to study, to research, to pull people together, understanding what your, uh, skill and lim- you know and limitations are and things of that nature allows you to be able to bring that together. So some of you may be listening and you're in actually Mississippi and you're like you, you know that's great on the health but you know what else we need we need you know right. <laughs> this in terms of education Listen, and things like that and it's I, fine. It's how do I take the tools and use it to um, ask a different question uh, because and this is something that Rashad. Um, from Color Change. Rashad yeah, and color I have change. been friends yeah. for before Color Change or before, you know, sort of thing, whatever. But I remember in the last time or one of the last times we had um, lunch or dinner or something together. And he talks about like, we always approach our communities with the deficit mindset because mm-hmm. that's what we've been trained to do, right? It's just like what we don't have, what white people got that we don't have, what, you know, what have you. Um, and I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. And it's the reason why sort of me breaking out is just like, I don't spend my day thinking about what white people got that I ain't got. <laughs> like, you know, like in talking about, there's a different way to talk about the wealth gap than yes. white people got and we ain't got, right? right? Like it, right. It, to, to start with the the opportunities and with the yes. gifts and talents that we all, we do have and how do we inv- invest this differently in order to make sure that everybody can live their you know best life is different and it doesn't have to fit in the nonprofit industrial complex box it doesn't have to fit you know within right. how the current um uh economic uh predator system you know like it's okay that it doesn't fit in any of those spaces it's okay to think about something in a different way and about creating something new um and that that's the space i'm sitting in now um because 
you know, I'm a person of faith and I, you know, for me, God has always shown me nothing that I have done in my life and career has, I've created the spaces that I needed to be in. It didn't fit anywhere. And you I went and created it. So how this. is that any different Last in any night, other spaces? I was at this event with a lot of folk that you may know um, in the political realm. And somebody was like, oh, you, you built this empire. And I was like, because nobody was offering me the CEO spot that I absolutely can do or this salary to come build this out, which I absolutely could do. So I had to do it. I just had to do it. Right. And as I talk on the radio every day, everyone lives somewhere. There are things in your community right now that you can do that would improve the quality of life for everybody, including yourself. And it doesn't, doesn't mean you have to have a big degree. Like you said, a lot of money. It's just, there are things that are needed that you can participate in. Where, where's this database? We've got to run the database that you've built this, this map, can people access it? Are you still building it? Do you need help? Do you need people to help kick the tires? Do you, you know, what, what are your needs as well? Yeah, it's in, it's in its infant stages. I, I think um, I'm building a community of like-minded folks that just a, a, a throwback to being in a group chat and a, you know, FaceTime or something or whatever that you can come together and sort of search things or whatever. And so I think I'll, um, Created as a space where we can talk about it in Nubia or something, <laughs> you know, or now, you know, a narrative where it's just like people I know who are like-minded, right? Um, in order to do it, but I haven't thought of where to put it. Um, I just know that it needs to exist, you know. And if it happens that there are people who can take it and make it bigger, that's great. Um, but we have to start asking different questions um, about our community. Um, and uh, leading and, and thinking differently in a different way. Um, and I, I think it's really important also for our children to understand um, that just, you know, as you know, what's the lyric that Blue Ivy has? I've never seen the ceiling in my whole, like I want, you know, Wait, as much quote, as annoying it is. Blue a, Ivy? Okay, all right. Listen, as annoying as it is to have kids sometimes who be like quoting you with this stuff and be like, girl, you don't know, you know, <laughs> like struggle. Like it is also like you look at them with pride knowing that like they didn't have to like they don't have that limitation right they do think everything is possible they do believe they belong in the room they never are um you know burdened with the do i fit in here or do like they're never burdened with that and that to me i'm pr i'm prideful of that right of building and empowering children you know for the next generation who believe that um, and I think this work is important to dismantle um, that, which I think is a lot of our psychological, you know, and sort of a mental issue in, of being locked up and I can't and somebody else has, you know, somebody else has and things like that. So, yeah, is the beginnings. I just want to say, Eldre, it's like listening to you speak and, and all the stuff you're doing with technology and the database that you're creating. I. It is exactly kind of the thing we mentioned earlier in the show about the people are the ones that are going to be guiding the morality and ethics of AI and the amount of change and positive change or negative change that's going to happen. So I hope you can be replicated, uh, not in AI, but in a more emotional sense across <laughs> across the community so that this is kind of the trajectory that we follow with emerging technologies. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, I haven't gotten with the, 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 um, virtual reality. I couldn't, I couldn't keep with that. I, I bought know. a drone. I ain't started. I ain't put it up yet. 
I haven't put it together. That was a year ago. It's still sitting in a box, but uh, this right here, I can get on. This is how you find out where where you can fit in. I see possibilities with this, and uh, and I created a, a thread for people like you. It was like I don't even know where to start. I started a thread. You can bookmark it. So every time I use AI, um, you know, uh, for stuff that are not personal things, I'm going to put my prompts in that thread so people can see how like I'm just using it as not as an expert but just as someone who you know like uses and plays with it so you can kind of see the possibilities that is so so helpful you are a godsend on so many levels to so many people uh and you know I I just love you Eljoy thank you thank you so much for all that you do Eljoy Williams check her out Sunday Civics right here on 126 Urban View on Sundays at 9 a.m eastern because she's all of that Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.